A narcissist is defined as a person whose personality qualities include thinking highly of themselves, excess need for admiration and attention, belief that others are inferior, as well as a lack of empathy for others. This is my wife and I's story of our own narcissist-in-law. Take two. Oh my God, it didn't record. No, it didn't. <laughs> oh my God. I'm keeping my eye on that little red button. Are we recording now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> and the button's red. It's a little red button right there. All right, everybody. Welcome to the second take of episode one. We just did the entire thing. I looked down and it was recording, but it wasn't. Um, this is the Narcissist and Law podcast, episode one. I'm your host, Jason, joined by my lovely yet somewhat frustrated now wife, Nicole. Hi. She's tired. It's late. <laughs> it's been a it's been a hell of a week. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Narcissist and Law. This podcast is about my step step ex mother, I think. You'll understand as yep. it goes. Um, so my wife's mother in law, aka narcissist in law. Yeah. And we're going to slowly, I say slowly, it'll probably happen faster than I think, get to why we're calling her that. This first episode, background on myself, background on Nicole, how we met, how Teresa came into my life, um, you know, and how she was, you know, those those first few years before um, she met Nicole, basically, is where we're going to start out. Yes. So, a little bit about me. Born and raised South Georgia. I was adopted at three days old. Um, my adoptive mother, she died when I was two. Nodge Hodgkins lymphoma. I do have a couple of memories there. Um, not many. I mean, two, you typically don't re retain those memories, but I'm thinking because, you know, Mm -hmm. the situation that's why i have very 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 faint memories of them um dad remarried around five to six go ahead preface this now really really bad with timelines so everything's an approximation for me when it comes to ages okay remarried around five to six to lisa um she brought with her her two kids a older stepbrother and older stepsister um, it was a very tumultuous uh, marriage, to say the least. So many arguments. Um, just really, really argument-heavy uh, marriage. They got divorced around eight or nine. And then that's when he got eventually remarried to Teresa. And I'm going to go a bit more in that timeline and a little bit more down the road. Nicole? Um, so I was also raised in South Georgia, um, probably about an hour and a half from where Jason was. Um, unlike Jason, I have two parents, <laughs> just a mom and dad. <laughs> I still uh, win. I have <laughs> four. Yeah. If you want to count my mom and dad now, you've been around them enough now. <laughs> Five, six. I mean, you're my second marriage. I'm just kidding. Oh, whatever. Um, two, you know, four, four grandparents, two on each side. Great grandparents. Um, but yeah, born and raised here. Um, I have a sister. 
have two cousins that, I mean, I have more than two, but two of them are like brother and sister to me um, because they grew up right down the street. And a uh, fun fact, Jason's mom's brother, his first mom. So my the, uncle. We, we'll just yeah, say uncle. Yeah, the uncle. Um, they actually lived in my neighborhood, and I did not know that, obviously, until me and Jason started dating, but his aunt and uncle lived a few houses down from my mom and, and yeah. my aunt. And I would come down for a week or two at a time, two to three times a year, up until I was about 16, 17. Yeah, and uh, I mean, as a child, we were always running the neighborhood and everything, so you know, me and Jason probably crossed paths many times before ever actually knowing each other so yeah yep um nicole and i met actually in college i went to it was kind of small at the time it is small but not small it's getting bigger it's getting bigger and it was getting bigger while i was there but it was only 20 to 30 minutes from where i grew up so first year drove back and forth second year decided i was going to move there and, you know, money is very tight at that age. So found this apartment complex that did, you know, you could sign up and have roommates. You split everything. And they would randomly assign them. One of the roommates um, was from Nicole's town. Mm-hmm. And he was friends with a guy named Kyle. We met and quickly became best friends. And one day having a party... Nicole was also friends with Kyle, good friends with Kyle, and came down to visit, and uh, that's pretty much where it started. Yeah, so I've I've known Kyle since I was six. We went to daycare together, and um, the roommates that Jason had, we, um, the girl that he lived with, um, we went to elementary school and middle school together, me, her, and Kyle, um, and then her boyfriend now husband he was about a year older but he also lived in this town went to the same schools we did um so it was kind of weird that jason had responded to this random roommate ad for and got them and then met kyle because we were all intertwined and just didn't even know it at the time i think you'd call that fate i don't know (laughs) Yeah, but. I mean, I guess it depends on what you believe, but yeah. a lot of people call it fate, destiny, Yeah, you know, but just random. I started going to visit Kyle because he kept, Kyle came home a lot the first year of college, like any freshman usually does because of the change, but sophomore year, he was like, you got to come up here, you got to come meet my friends and party, and then that's where I met Jason. Yep. And he was all greasy and everything from work because he worked in a restaurant kitchen. Like, a not greasy person (laughs) normally. I worked in a kitchen, and the first time she saw me, I had just got off work, and I was (laughs) Just to keep in mind, I didn't even remember him after that night because I didn't really pay attention to him because he literally had gotten off work. I mean, just had been in the kitchen, sweaty and all that. It wasn't till like, the next day. I was like, oh, you're the same person. Yeah, like I, did, I don't even think I stayed and partied. I think I just kind of came, hang out, hung out for a minute. Yeah, and then you bed. then you left. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we met. So how did Teresa come into my life? Um, well, first, just a little, very brief. She is. This will play a role later down the road, but she is the daughter of a mayor of the town I grew up in, which is a very small one red light town. Okay, I cannot, like I graduated, I think the graduating class was like 50 to 60 people. Okay. It's very, very small. Um, I believe they started dating 
Teresa and my dad around when I was 10. Um, like I said, proximation. And give you an idea. So if I was 10, Teresa was only, is only 15 years older than me. So she was 25 at the time. Mm-hmm. My dad is 15 years older than her. So that would have meant he was 40. Cradle robber, you know. <laughs> go dad, I guess. In a way. <laughs> Don't think it panned out well, but you know, that's a that we'll get there. But you know, we mentioned this the first time we did this episode, you know. <laughs> but if you kind of think about it, that's kind of a I mean, I know there are some people who just love older of uh, you know, they're interested in, you know, older people type thing. But that's a big age gap and twenty five to forty, like it's I mean, I know the order you get, it doesn't matter, but still, I feel like looking back on 20, it now. 25 to 40 is, I mean, yeah, 25 to our age is a big difference now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a huge maturity level difference. So, I don't know. I kind of think there was, um, I, I fully believe there was, an, there was an, an ulterior motive to it, but we'll get to that. Um, when she first came into, you know, my life, seemed amazing. Um, crazy, fun. Always down, you know, for whatever. And when it came to, like, parenting, which she didn't really do much of it to begin with because, you know, brand new. But she was uh, lenient, relaxed, uh, allowing me to do almost anything and kind of talking my dad into letting me, you know, stay up later to, you know, um, possibly skip school, which did not happen often. My dad was fully against that. But, you know, let me do those kind of things, fully getting myself. It's like the cool mom type. Yeah, the cool mom type thing. Wanting you to like her, so doing those things. Yeah, and then her her family was incredible as well. Extremely large, considering what I came from basically just me and my dad. Um, Three, when first entered, it was three um, cousins, all younger. Um, huge family though, always having Sunday get togethers, usually other get togethers throughout the week for the most part. Grandma had a pool that we spent nearly every day of summer at, you know, just the all around good, great time. And well, this is a small town. Um, we lived all very close to each other to the point where we built a house and we moved right next door to her brother that had at the time we moved four kids, kids yeah. four kids yeah so four cousins all younger They're living right all like side. a mile radius from each other yeah just the, showing up at people's house yeah literally you just show up you don't have to call anything like that. you would just hear a little and then somebody would just be there you don't know who it is yeah, not at my house yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me um, and you know, this demeanor with her stayed this stayed that way until they got married. And before they got married, my dad let me know that he was gonna, you know, propose or he wanted to propose, but first asked my permission, you know, if I would want her as a mom. And of course I said yeah, because you know, she was incredible. Um who what wants somebody like that as their mom? Yeah, you, you know? finally had somebody that seemed like they, you know, wanted to be a good part of your life. Yeah. But Little did I know that it apparently was all, you know, a front. You know, like she was just, that was a, that was one Teresa, but there was another Teresa hiding in the shadows, just waiting and slowly started to reveal herself not long after they got married. Um, and examples of this include, um, like 
though all those cool things she would let me do, she would still let me do them. But it might be like a little bit larger in fractions than they were before to the point where like if my dad found out, he wouldn't be happy. And when he would ask Teresa while I was doing it, she would usually say, well, I didn't know. I didn't get tell him he could or anything like that. Basically lie to get herself out of trouble. Yeah. So then they would have a talk, me and then them two. And she, anytime I would, you know, go to defend myself and say, well, you gave me permission or something like that. She would talk over me, cut me off almost to the point of yelling, not letting me, you know, say my piece and actually defend myself. Like, well, no, you gave me this permission. You told me I could do Mm -hmm. it. And that's not typically how my dad handled things, but I think he was trying to be like a unified front. So he didn't really say much either. Um, And that's part of the reason now when I get in an argument, or you can't even call it an argument. I just won't say anything. I'm just like, eh, yeah, eh, whatever. Just shut and up. She was, she's always, um, you know, as the podcast goes, we'll get into that, but she always has the mentality like, you know, children basically should be seen and not heard. And you can't trust a thing a child says. Yeah. You can't trust anything a child says. They're, they're children. They don't know what they're talking about. Yep. Exactly. Um, she would be, uh, intentionally embarrassing and, uh, demeaning to other people mm-hmm. as well. And like the number one example that comes to mind is at restaurants. All it takes is like a little something gone wrong that should not result in any type of altercation yeah. at all. I mean, like, I can attest to that when we would go Forgetting a straw or something yeah. like that. And it would turn into this huge scene and she would just get really loud, be very demeaning rude to this to the point where she would make them cry at times mm-hmm. and like just and you almost want to like crawl under the table and hide because it's that embarrassing you're like there's there was no reason for that yeah like none n- yeah no none at all almost like karen in a way yeah i think that's a good way of saying it is like she was almost like a, a, a karen um and she slowly became a, like if she wanted things like she'd be kind of become kind of forceful in a way to like she would you know guilt trip you at first you know trying to make you feel bad about it laying on you know like the tears and things like that if that didn't work she would start becoming rude Hmm. and then just becoming mean and you'll this will become more and more evident as the podcast goes with some of the other stories then college and mm-hmm. when she gets introduced to the friends that I still have now. Right. And just like, you know, when I first met her, when she met my friends, anytime she was around them, absolutely great. Acting more like a party friend, that cool person instead of a mom. Um, to the point, I mean, would be at the parties, bring beer, bring liquor for us, always being cool. Um, things like that to like the point that when Nicole and I started dating before she met Teresa, all she heard about was from our friends was how amazing she was. Yeah. And I, I was excited to meet her, you know, because I I was like, great. Like I, I scored the guy and now like, I'm going to get the good family. You know, I mean, they're, you know, I, I really, really felt positive about mine and Jason's relationship and, when I heard all the good things about his parents, I was like, "That you know, that's all you ever want is, you know, you, you want to make sure that you have good family that you're coming into and to be accepted. Yeah, exactly. 
And um, that's what I thought that uh, was going to happen, you know, when we first started, you know, dating and you met him. Mm-hmm. But um, that first meeting did not go the way that um, I think anybody thought it would go. No. So we been dating i think was it two two months at this point or maybe yeah like a we'd month been dating month, maybe? yeah we'd been dating a couple of months and you know you got to keep in mind too that me and jason did not live in the same town i still lived at home and he was two at, hours away yeah and so even when he asked me on our first date it still took a little bit before that ever even occurred and then i had to come all the way to <laughs> here. he told me he came to visit his aunt and uncle and you know, we went out on a couple of dates and then he asked me to be his girlfriend. I said, yeah, but literally the same weekend I got into nursing school. So I was also very busy, you know, um, doing this on this new adventure and I didn't have the time to go up there. So, and every time I did go, you know, we were trying to spend time together and get to know each other. So we were both still like not even 21 yet. Yeah, I mean, I I had just turned 21. Yeah, and I was 20. So, I mean, party time. Yeah. That's all Yeah, so, you know. So, yeah, it took a couple of months, and then we finally planned to go to dinner. Yep, and we went to dinner at lovely Ruby Tuesdays. It was just me, Nicole, my dad, and Teresa. And I don't know if this plays a part in it. She said, or my dad said, I hurt her feelings, and I don't think that's the case at all. But I told her not to embarrass me. That's all I said. Yeah, I mean, I feel like any... I mean, our daughter tells us that now. Yeah. Like, Mom, don't don't come in to dance. I don't want you to embarrass me. Yeah. And like, you know? My dad laughed when I told him that, you know? Yeah. She did not say a, a single, single word. I think she said, hey, I'm Teresa, and I'm pretty sure that was it. Did not say a single word for the entirety of the dinner. I don't think she even said bye. Nope, she, and and she literally sat across from me, and it was the most awkward thing because... She wouldn't, I don't think she would make contact, like, she would always, she's always looking, like, to the left or to the right, her eyes were never forward. Yeah, or, like, over my head, but, you know, if Jason would try to, you know, stir up conversation and, you know, with his dad, like, his dad would ask a few questions and stuff, but... If I ever answered, you could just see her kind of like, you know, roll her eyes and look the other way. Yeah. You know, so when we had left, you know, and I, she just like walked out and went to the car. Yep. And then we got in the car and I was just like, did I do something wrong? I was so confused. (laughs) Like I said, I don't know what (laughs) happened. I don't know if she was like, she seemed in a good mood before. And, you know, later on I did ask him, I think it was like, couple days later, I asked my dad about it, and he said, well, she got upset because you told her not to embarrass you. And I was just like, and he just seemed like he was really confused as well by it. Like, he didn't know what to say about it either. Besides, I don't think he was happy with it. I mean, yeah, and and you have to understand, those are the stupid little things that she would get mad about and cause a huge fight. Meanwhile, I mean, this is, I guess, when everything started, but, like, I was feeling like, horrible and like well i can't date him because his parents already don't like me <laughs> yeah which it was my dad didn't have a problem with you it was just her and just to give you a context this is not how she acted with any other other people i dated like throughout high school and college when she would meet them like she one of my exes ashley she absolutely loved 
I mean, but we were yes, best, you did. We were <laughs> we were best friends in uh, high school, middle school, basically the entirety of school up until like we left for college. Um, we had dated for just a little bit, but you know, didn't act that way with her. Um, couple of other girls I had dated didn't act that way with them at all. I don't s- know what it was. <laughs> Do not understand. I don't think it was it's the, my RBF. I guess. Yeah. Resting bitch farts. <laughs> no. Well, no, it's not. Resting bitch farts. No. Just sitting there <laughs> no. all the time. It's bad. I, no, I don't know. She just, I feel like she just looked at me and just was instantly like, I hate you. And and if it's really that, oh, please don't embarrass me. That's really sad. And I think that was not, I don't think it was that. I think that was her scapegoat that she used. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I don't know if she felt like this one was different or what. I mean. Well, maybe. I mean, if you had never told her that before, maybe she felt like that. So she was like, oh, he really likes this one. And, you know, she seemed to always want you to herself. So. Yeah. Maybe that was it. I I don't know. Well, she did explain later on. When oh, God. This is, this, we'll get into the whole conversation, but this was like three years. No. Two years later, I think, year and a half to two years later. Yeah. That uh, she tried to explain it that I had so many girlfriends. Like, I always, like, I had a different flavor of the week. Every, you know, so she just didn't want to give it a time because she didn't think it was serious. Yeah. Basically, she said she would be nice to them and get to know them and get close to them. And then Jason would break up with them. So basically, I got punished because that, yeah, but. No, that's, but the thing is. You didn't have that many girlfriends. That's bullshit because (laughs) in, okay, in high school, I dated two, I really only dated one girl, okay? Then in college, you can say I dated, and I'm doing air quotes, it was more like we dated, but it was more for the sex than anything else in type way. Right. And they only met like I legit, I'll say legitimately dated three people mm-hmm. before you. Right. Ashley. And no, not the best friend, Ashley. This was a different Ashley. Right. That, that was my first. Then it was Camille mm-hmm. who they met. Then it was Tara. Right. Then it was you. Right. And it's not like also like when she's saying flavor of the week, I was uh fucking around. You, those are the only people I did anything with ever. Yeah, so I know. And any you, any form of fooling around, like I mean, any form of fooling yeah. Around. And and you were very upfront about that when we started dating. Yeah, because I was a virgin, and I would you know, I didn't want him to be one of those guys that was like, you know, just wanting sex out of a relationship. And he was like, I'm not that type of guy, you no. know. So. You know. I mean, I had plenty of chances if I wanted to, but no, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't yeah. bring myself to do it. So, like, when she says I had a, basically a flavor of the week and all that, I'm just like, no. And she didn't really like Camille, like, but was way more t- tolerable of her. Yeah. Tolerative? I get, maybe that's the better word, tolerative of but her, basically her you. But basically her reasoning was... I was a man-ho. Yeah, and, and, sh- and basically I was being punished because you were just going to get rid of me in a week. <laughs> Which could <laughs> be further from the truth. I ain't got no game at <laughs> all to get girls for the most part. Yeah. So that is basically, you know, the 
great first introduction to Teresa that Nicole had. And yeah, not surprised that she thought, well, fuck, I can't, can't date him because uh, his family. Well, should, should we even extend to when you took me to the house? Because that kind of was in the same. I mean, we can. Yeah. So, you know, in an effort to integrate her more into the family, brought her over to the house for a weekend. They knew about this. Teresa mm-hmm. and my dad knew about this for like two to three weeks. Yeah, we planned it. Like, he told me, like, when, what weekend can you come? And I looked at my school schedule. I'm like, I can come this weekend. He's like, okay, well, when you come, we have to plan like a day to go see my parents. And I'm like, great, that sounds awesome. I'd love to go do that. And I was going to get to meet like his grandma and his cousins and everybody. And yep. So we let them know way ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So on the way there, called to let them know, (laughs) get there. And Teresa left literally like five minutes before and stayed away the entire time. We actually time. passed her, remember? Yeah. Like, we were in the car and I didn't know... She didn't answer the phone either. Yeah, and I didn't know at the time what kind of car she drove and uh, Jason turns down the road to his house and she passed us and I he goes, what the hell? And I said, what? And he goes, that, that was Teresa. She left and then, yeah, didn't come back. And it was the most awkward visit. Like, we sat outside on the porch with his dad. And I mean, all that was fun. Yeah, we... But- Kept waiting for, you know. Yeah, we waited around forever, and she never came back, so we left. Yeah. Yeah, like, And that, that left tried. me feeling even more like, okay, well, it's it really is me, because she left and didn't come back to the house till I was gone. Yeah. I don't understand. So- <laughs> Still don't understand, like, uh, like, clearly intentional. I still really don't know where she went to. There's no telling. She probably just drove over to Mimi's house. No, because we went over there. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we rode over there. We got the mule. The mule. Yeah, we, rode we over did. There and you met them, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They loved you. Quotation marks. So we say. Yeah, yeah, so we say. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for the first episode. Um, next episode, we're going to get a bit more into dating after, you know, that incident there going into getting engaged and the wedding. And I think that will be a good good place to end episode two as well. Yeah, that might be a bit longer one. Possibly. It depends. We need to try and get uh, possibly get Kyle in on that because he has start, starts getting a lot of insight into things, provide some background that we didn't even know about for a while, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but... Thank you so much. I hope you like it. Um, If you do, make sure to like, subscribe, whatever it is you can do on your uh, podcast app of (laughs) choice to show that you like it. And we will see you at episode two. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.